0: Welcome to Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I am Frank. I am a certified physician assistant.
1: And I'm Jackie Ritz. I'm an herbalist and lover of essential oils.
0: And we would love to bring to you this podcast about herbs, essential oils, supplements, all these ways that you can live a natural life.
1: So stay tuned and listen to us and we'll be bringing to you lots of content on essential oils using herbs, using natural remedies to take care of yourself and your family.
0: Hey and welcome to today's episode where we get to talk about something kind of A little provocative, a little edgy, but that's okay because that's just how we roll uh, This is Essential Oil Healthcare Radio and I'm Frank, this is Jackie Ritz And we are going to talk about how to spice up your life This episode is dropping at a and during the same week actually of uh, Valentine's Day So you may want to... Uh, Get on it. Look for some ways to help impress your significant other uh, in ways that you know only you can. But anyway, we wanted to give you guys some additional tips and things that we have talked to with many folks and also kind of came up with ourselves over the course of the time that we have used, you know, nutrition and essential oils and some of the other great herbs and supplements and things like that to really make sure that. Although I'm 40, I'll be honest with you, I still feel like I'm in my teens. So um, I think Jackie would be happy to also <laughs> echo that. So but anyway, um without further ado, let's talk about spice up your love life. So first and foremost, let's start off with talking about the foundational reasons behind Why we want to talk about what we want to talk about. And that would be a discussion on libido, right? So like libido is huge in terms of, and that's a terrible pun, by the way, libido is huge. (laughs) But so there's lib- going to be
1: quite a few of those. We'll so.
0: have a very punny podcast. I hope, It'll be uh, awesome. Don't
1: listen to this episode if your kids are in the car.
0: Absolutely, this is an eighteen and older. Although we're not going to use any profanity, we'll have some innuendos. But uh, but anyway, so loss of libido happens for a bunch of different mental and physical reasons. Uh, with men, um, just speaking, you know, for myself, uh, with with this, I'm going to just open up and say this, that when we were trying to conceive our first little one, I was trying so hard to make it right that it ended up actually causing me a lot of problems in the bedroom and I could not perform because it was all in my head, right? There was nothing wrong with me. I mean, even though I like, I went and actually talked to a doctor and said, am I running low on stuff? Is there something that I'm missing? What's going on here? Come to find out it was, Absolutely all in my head So once I chilled out Started reducing that stress And stopped realizing that I just need to relax And and let things happen You know, now we're blessed We've been blessed with Plenty of wonderful kids
1: I think a lot of the problems are in your head, right? When it comes to loss of libido.
0: Yeah. I mean, the number one cause of the loss of libido is stress or just being physically exhausted.
1: I've always said to Frank, I'm so happy that I'm a woman because I don't have to get hard and perform. I, you know, and I can't imagine as a man, you know, having to have that always looming before you. So There's
0: pressures for both sides. Lots of pressures. Yes, Pressures for both sides. But needless to say, is the number one cause is going to be stress or exhaustion. Number two is going to be, are you feeling depressed? You know, like obviously, if emotionally you're not there, then physically you're not going to be there either. Then there might be some other physical symptoms, like sometimes you have an underactive thyroid gland. Sometimes you're around menopause, which is something called perimenopausal. There are different types of medications that actually will drive your libido down. We know this as a side effect. Um, men could have low testosterone. Okay? And then, of course, there could be marital problems, which I would say about half of those that we discussed, we can actually improve by having a better relationship, because having a better relationship will increase sexual intimacy between any couples. Okay? So, what are some of the health benefits, then, of having a good sex life? Well, obviously, it's a stress reliever, right? Right? surprisingly enough researchers have also found that it also does in fact lower your blood pressure it helps do things like boost your immunity it obviously burns calories so guess what you can lose some weight if you have enough of it excuse me it's really good for a gentleman for improving their heart health, it gives you better sense. It gives you a better self-esteem. It actually helps um, sometimes with inflammation, and uh, it helps with intimacy between you and your uh, partner. And then, you know, what's kind of cool is stronger pelvic floor muscles. That's always nice, so you can actually have sex and not worry about having to do a thousand Kegels a day. Mm. Um, but then, of course, also it's it easy to-
1: for the men to say they've never had a baby pushed out of their vagina. And then, you know, five years later tried to go to the trampoline park.
0: Oh yes, there has been some incontinent episodes, has there not? But which are always fun to giggle about. But anyway, and then the last to round it out would be better sleep, okay? So there are a couple of things that we're gonna discuss. We're of course gonna dive right in and talk about different ways to sort of naturally support a very healthy libido.
1: So I want to talk um, to the women. And, you know, we go through a lot, um, lots of life changes that fluctuate and change our hormones. And this can impact so many areas of our life, including our sex drive and our libido. Um, and so it's really important that we get some very vital nutrients that are going to be used to just create that vitality. Um, it enhan- you know enhances our emotion and, and our physical well-being and, and particularly to women bo- can boost fertility. So some of these things I want to just, you know, if you've been around our podcast for a while, you know that we really aren't just about essential oils. Uh, I was just talking to Frank and I was like, maybe we should name it something else. But um, I think uh, essential oils is a really big part of it. It's just a, you know, like a fourth of the pie square. Pie circle, not square. And could be a square
0: pie. It's could be cornbread.
1: Could be cornbread. Could be cornbread. that cornbread. is true. Or brownie batter. Oh,
0: like, nice. You know, I've definitely seen. I've definitely seen square uh, things for birthdays and stuff like that. You Absolutely. Them so it's a it's whatever. Circle, square, whatever. Okay.
1: Anyways, back. but um, but yeah, it's really important that we get some very key things instead of just sing thinking that you can slap some oils on and you're going to be okay. All right. You said
0: slap oils on. I did. Wow.
1: Should we do sound effects?
0: Yeah, we should. Woo!
1: All right. So let's talk a little bit about some key things that we need in our diet as women. Um, One thing I want to just really tell you guys is that there are some foods that are like really high in carbohydrates that what these do is these actually prevent um, energy peaks and can really cause hormonal fluctuations. So um, if you're a woman and... You know, if you are eating a lot of grain, you know, just think about that, okay? Um, try to come off of it a little bit, limit it, or use just really good, high-quality grain. And I always recommend, if you're going to eat grain, to eat soaked grain or sprouted grain. And you can buy, I mean, Aldi has sprouted bread now. So you can buy that without actually having to do that yourself, which is a really complicated process. Um also for women probiotics is very very important um, this helps to not only just boost immunity but it also has a really good effect on ne- um, the neurotransmitter serotonin which is a mood stabilizer this is produced in our gut and so if our gut is in check and good by taking, you know, healthy probiotics or eating live foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, drinking kombucha even. Um, you know, tempeh or miso that has been fermented properly. All of that can help to regulate our emotions and to release that serotonin which is going to give us and help us to increase our libido and our sex drive. Um, Another really important thing, and I think Frank is going to explain this one a little bit better than I can, but is phytoestrogens. Um, This is very, very important for women as well because um, this helps to, these have, there's foods that have these plant hormones in it. And this is like dark, you know, green leafy vegetables. So mustard greens and broccoli and cabbage and kale. These not only are a very high source of free radical fighting antioxidants, but it also works in a similar way as it does in the plant. It's a natural estrogen that is produced by the body, and, it, and therefore it helps to make off make up for the loss of estrogen that occurs around the time of menopause. And so this is really important for women going through that those menopausal symptoms.
0: Yeah, absolutely, estrogen. Um, estrogen. Okay, so let me let me just kind of quickly talk about. Kind Kind of two or three different types of estrogens, if I may, is that you have uh, body produced estrogens, then you have which are called endogenous estrogens, and then you have xenoestrogens, and then you have phytoestrogens. Okay, obviously, we are shooting for to be as natural as possible. We want to create, uh, you know, these endogenous or, or released inside of the body estrogens, right? Problem is, though, is that with all these hormone disruptors that are happening, you know, with different types of molecules and and compounds and whatnot in our drinking water and food and all that kind of stuff, we're ingesting an alarming amount of xenoestrogens now. And so the purpose of a phytoestrogen is to sort of help offset that battle that's going on where the xenoestrogen has a really good affinity. It's really strongly looking for the receptors. It fights for those receptors in a woman's body. Well, by having the phytoestrogens around, it sort of makes the natural estrogens more capable of being able to actually go and hit those receptors instead. So it's a really great way to balance your hormones in a very natural way by making sure that you're getting plenty of vegetables chock full of really wonderful phytoestrogens.
1: And there's also some foods that are, you know, high in these um, fertility boosting estrogens like nuts and seeds. So these provide those estrogens that help to regulate your mood. Um, you can also find them in omega-3s. So um, oily fish is such as salmon or mackerel, very, very high in that and very, very great for boosting fertility. Um, another really good one is full-fat raw dairy. This is um, has some incredible fertility boosting benefits because of the cholesterol that's in it, it's aids the progesterone production. So this is a key fertility hormone that helps, you know, increase that hormone in your body, which helps you get pregnant, helps, you know, regulate your libido, all of that. So and think about adding some of those things to your diet. Um another really cool thing I want to talk about was um, some herbs that can help just, you know, normal women's health. So, things that women can take when they're going through different periods of their life. One of my favorite ones is skullcap. I love recommending that one. This n- is not only great for um pre the premenstrual period, you know, right before you're going to start your period, but it's also really great for easing tension. It enhances different mental and emotional well-being things that you're going through. I love chaseberry as well. Um, chaseberry, you can buy all these herbs dried, so you don't have to grow them yourself if you're not able to, although it's fun to actually have your own little medic- medicinal herb garden. But chaseberry is a it's a really good tonic for women, and a tonic means that you can take it all throughout different periods of your life. It's safe to be taken every single day. Um, If you're pregnant, you want to make sure before you take anything new, any herb, uh, that you talk to your primary care physician. Okay, don't forget that. But Chaseberry is a tonic. It tones uh, our tissue in our body, and it helps to balance hormones. And so this is also a really great one during PMS time, but it also can help to lessen the impact of menopause in your later life. Um, Another great herb and oil, so it comes as both, and we've grown to really love it. It's, um, yarrow. This is an antispasmatic herb. So it really helps to balance blood flow during that time of the month. Um, and, and really just helps those uterine, uh, uterine, how do you say it? Uterine or uterus tissues? Uterine. It helps to really help, um, your body when you're regulating, um, your period and when you're going through that time of the month. But those are just some of the things that I wanted to mention for, um, for women's health and just as a basic, Foundation
0: yeah and then let 's go ahead and hop into uh, men 's health as well because quite honestly, um, our bodies, although we have different chemistries let 's face it we 're still both human beings, right so like where a woman is estrogen dominant a men a man will be uh, you know, testosterone dominant. But here's the deal. There is actually testosterone in women and there's estrogen in men. So uh, we still are essentially cut from the same mold. So men, a lot of these different things actually will, uh, you know, be able to be applicable to you. So please listen up. One of the things that I do is I definitely make sure that I'm getting a really great quality multivitamin. The reason why is because a lot of those Metabolic processes that happen even with us not even thinking about them, they need those precursors in order to be able to handle those processes. So it's extremely important. The other thing is, is that of course we want to make sure that we take care of our prostate, right? So there are a bunch of different types of ways that we can, um, you know, naturally boost uh, testosterone as well as, uh, look at being able to really help find the balance with, uh, with our prostate health. Well, one of the things that I make sure that I do is I try to get that vitamin supplementation that actually is specifically designed for men. Um, I pay attention to things like CoQ10 and Reservatrol and Berberine. These are some of the most important ones that I really like. Chlorella and Spirulina are fantastic superfoods. Matter of fact, I did a podcast on superfoods, 10 of the most popular or should say most beneficial uh, superfood. So please check that out on our previous episode. But anyway, it's important to take care of prostate health, okay? Then there's some different things that you want to make sure that you're getting, which is plenty of vitamin D, plenty of vitamin C. Um, you want to make sure that you're also getting that as well. The last couple of things that I wanted to talk about is, you know, ensuring that you naturally are going to get symptoms of an enlarged prostate, Unfortunately, as men get older, it happens. You'll find out I'm going to the bathroom more frequently. When I go to the bathroom, I don't feel like I empty my bladder completely. I might go and go to the bathroom and then unfortunately, once it starts getting a little bit more pronounced, you may start dribbling. Okay, So these are the things that you want to watch out for and make sure that you pay attention to those types of symptoms because that might require you to go in, go talk to a physician and figure out what may be going on for your prostate. Okay, So it's super important to make sure that you consider prostate health well let's switch gears for a little bit because we just wanted to talk men and women's health kind of in a in a quick nutshell if you will but let's continue on with our intimacy talk yeah all right so how important is aroma oh my gosh to intimacy right so important so like We The first thing that we do Is we want to make sure That we do the old sniff check And I'm not talking about The sniff check Down there I'm talking about like Have I taken a shower Actually today Yeah Right Because that would be an aroma That probably would turn Anybody off
1: Okay yeah that's okay. obvious. We But know that.
0: let's talk about the legitimate source of aroma, right? It arouses the olfactory uh, system, which arouses the brain, okay? Obviously, libido, like we said, has a huge component in the mental uh, arena, okay? Um, it also helps improve your desire. It does a really great way of, like, lowering inhibitions when it comes to, uh, you know, Seeking out sex, if you will, and then in addition to it, actually has an environment that actually increases your pleasure. So diffusers are great. Topical uses of essential oils are absolutely fantastic with aroma. Yeah, do you want anything to add? Anything to that?
1: No, I I love that. So um, let's talk about boosting libido and boosting intimacy. Okay, perfect. Um, I, I have some herb recommendations, and then we'll close out with some then essential oils we'll talk too. Talk right? about some essential oils. I think you guys understand that the foundational you know, aspect of this is really important it's diet and supplements and you know taking care of yourself obviously. I know I feel sexier when I'm cleaner, uh, my armpits are shaved. You don't want to look at my legs right now because it is winter and we are in the polar vortex right now getting slammed. Not as bad as our friends up north, but anyways, I, you know, when you're, you're just cleaned up, you feel sexier. So that's like the first thing for women, you know, get yourself cleaned up, treat yourself well, um, get a new body butter, you know, or get a new sugar scrub for the bathtub. But do something nice for yourself and you'll feel so much better. So let's talk about some herbs that you can use that will boost libido and some oils as well. Um, and just so you know, it's common to experience times of low libido, depending on what you're going through in your life, if you're tired or stressed out, obviously after you have a baby. <laughs> You're exhausted. So it's completely normal. But some herbs that I love is the one that I really love is called Damiana, okay, D-A-M-I-A-N-A. And I use this, it's in my brand new book, The Home Apothecary in one of my aphrodisiac tea recipes but this herb is just a very well-known traditional aphrodisiac it's used for just energizing and uplifting and it just helps to reignite desire so the best way to actually use Damiana is to drink it as a tea so if you can find some dried Damiana um, a lot of the aphrodisiac teas on the market that are pre-made have it in it Um, but this is a really really great herb that you can use that will help boost your libido so what do you want to do you want to talk about some other
0: essential oils absolutely let's jump right in so the oils that have been known to really help are going to be like a little bit more we'll start off with some hot slash spicy oils right Mm -hmm. Why don't we talk about hot and spicy first? Okay. So black pepper. By the way, so it warms, it strengthens, and it helps ignite flames of passion. Right, cinnamon is great for relighting a fire and kind of like improving sexual desire. Okay, it is warming. All right, so if you are going to consider using it as like a massage oil or something like that, realize that you want to test out this before you decide to jump right in. Make sure you use a carrier oil because it absolutely is a warming oil. There is a really great blend that doesn't necessarily utilize cinnamon. But it has a lot of really great uh, massage style oils in it, and that is known as Aroma Touch. I really love Aroma Touch. I love the basil. Uh, I absolutely love the cypress. It helps improve blood flow, and uh, it just really helps heighten um, that sort of feeling that you can have on your skin when you use it. Uh, Sandalwood is really great. Uh, It actually has a really wonderful smell to it. It helps increase your emotional openness, which I did not know um, that it actually does. also, of course, increases sensuality.
1: Yeah, it's really great for men because of its subtle, earthy aroma that it has, um, and in particular, in men, it helps to strengthen sex drive.
0: And then, of course, I gotta say my cheesy pun. I'm so sorry, but elong, you long, you love, long time, right? Because elong, you long.
1: It.
0: it uh, what's surprising is that I may have strolled down a an aisle at a uh, at a grocery store or something like that and saw some of those synthetic uh you know massage oils if oh. you will and guess what they're starting to put in it what ylang ylang mm. it is actually one of them so ylang ylang is huge it's 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 wow that's really funny that i'm the sexual innuendos are terrible right now guys but it's a very powerful aphrodisiac it actually improves the attraction between people and it actually helps create a more sensual experience while you're actually doing the hibbity dibbity
1: so it's good to diffuse that one
0: absolutely or even use it topically it's wonderful I, i
1: frequently grab that one um you know at night and so some of the other ones that i really love is uh coriander you wouldn't believe it but coriander is very warming and very toning oil um it can be used to help relieve like different held intentions that you have Um, which can dampen your libido, obviously, and it helps to clear the mind. So my favorite way to recommend coriander is not just through eating it. Um, Massage, okay? So use this as a massage oil on, you can do it on your partner before um, you guys are going to have sex. It's a great way just to, you know, foreplay and just warm things up a little bit um, because we all know us women are diesel engines and take a little bit of time to get
0: going. Whereas we men are bottle rockets.
1: Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> but another really classic aphrodisiac is jasmine. Uh, this is a very sensual, exotic aroma, and it's very uplifting and very relaxing. And so this is another good one that you can use in the diffuser um, or just to apply topically as well. So what about some foods like oysters and stuff?
0: Yeah, so oysters, I mean, gosh, if you if you have ever had an oyster, um, yes, there are some different aphrodisiac properties and oysters and things like that. It's um, the
1: zinc that's in it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, beet juice is supposed to be apparently mm-hmm. I don't know if I would recommend drinking beet juice before Ugh. you go on a date or something like that. But take care of yourself with, uh, you know, mood, uh, impressing types of foods, right? Make sure you're eating a lot of good omega three fatty acids. These are the sorts of things that will help boost your mood as men and be able to have you overcome some of these physical and emotional slumps that we just really don't like to talk about I mean we're pretty we're pretty guarded with this kind of stuff so no. that's really good for us to consider.
1: Another thing is um, zinc I, I mentioned zinc is an oysters it's very high in zinc um, but zinc helps to boost blood flow all around your body. Okay, even down there. So zinc is recommended for men who are having a hard time with testosterone levels. Did you know that?
0: I, I, I had heard about that. It and helps to
1: improve sperm count.
0: And what about women too? Because obviously increased blood flow in that sperm. area too. Increased <laughs> area to that Part, increased blood flow to that part of the area, though. Yes. Would absolutely help stimulate as
1: absolutely. well. Absolutely. So, you know, zinc is really a great, um, take it by itself or eat foods that are high in zinc. But goji berries as well helps to um, protect your testosterone levels as well.
0: Ah, so I need to start being more go- goji berries because I'm 40 now. Are
1: Delicious, by the way. And my favorite way to actually take them is we throw them in our hot tea.
0: Yep, and what's funny is that ginger that we didn't talk about is also a really great additive to goji berries. We actually have a green tea ginger goji berry tea that is actually phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and walnuts as well are really high in zinc and different amino acids. Um, You know, like Frank talked about how important some supplements are in amino acids, but specifically L-carnitine, it it supports that um, blood flow and can help boost your, you know, sexual function. So, you know, walnuts are really high in both zinc and um, some amino acids that are really going to help improve circulation, which is very important for especially men.
0: Okay. So let's switch it up even, even more. Let's talk about different ways that we can improve intimacy inside of the bedroom between partners. Right. So like, let's talk about quickly massage Mm -hmm. or even using reflexology. So there are different points that, unfortunately, I don't have a a graphic that I can really show you right now. But uh, if you simply Google reflexology points, uh, there are reflexology points that correspond to the reproductive organs in both a man and a woman. And so um, you can consider doing something like that, like grab that aroma touch. So pretty
1: much if you rub a woman's foot... It's going to make her yeah, I don't very really, happy. Maybe,
0: maybe I don't need to focus on just one spot. I
1: don't think you need to.
0: Okay. <laughs> we're
1: pretty easy. If you just grab our feet, we're, we're, we're going to be physical very touch, happy.
0: Physical touch is huge, guys. And what I mean by physical touch is just like what Jackie said, is about getting intimate into the bedroom. Don't just rush to actually doing things. Like Take your time, enjoy it, and be able to actually work yourself into being able to have those types of relations with your partner.
1: Yeah, so let me give you guys some blends, okay, that you can make up. And this is um, for women. Frank has some awesome blends that he's going to recommend for men. So let's call this one the seduction blend. Um, this you want, you can make a roller bottle of it. You can add it to a massage oil. You can make it into a diffuser blend. However you want to use it, use it because it smells amazing. So three drops of wild orange, four drops of Lang Lang or Ylang Ylang. long. And then four drops of rose or geranium. Okay, geranium is like the poor, poor man's rose. And um, trust me, I had that for years and years before I had my real rose. Um, so once again, three drops of wild orange, four drops of langlang Lang, and four drops of rose or geranium. Um, rub this on your body, you know, take a bath with some of the oils from it. You know, use it in a diffuser. Just it really is an invigorating and
0: seducing blend. And then one of the ones for men is I love Elong Elong and Sandalwood. So honestly we can actually have one where we're gonna call it uh you know, I don't know, let's just call it something like enhancing the arousal if you will of a man. I don't know what I'm not I'm not good with (laughs)
1: ladies, are you gonna be able to write that? I'm not good with
0: I'm not good with blend names. Call it what you want. But essentially think ginger Elong, elong, and probably either sandalwood or aroma touch or something like that. But what I literally like is this: I do about one to two drops of the sandalwood. I'll do about three to five drops of elong, elong. Add it to fractionated coconut oil. It's really great for putting it on those um, different, you know, emotional spots, if you will, like wrist and the back of the neck and over the heart. Or you can diffuse it as well, or put it with some fractionated coconut oil and use it as a massage. Just don't
1: blend. put it down there.
0: Yeah, no, not at all because we don't necessarily <laughs> care for it being down there, like no. like like deep blue down there or any other hot oil. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not necessary, uh. not necessary. So
1: no, but you could totally apply them onto your reflex points, your wrist, put it throughout your hair, ladies. Um, I'm going to give you guys one more blend. This one we'll call just the libido blend for women. Um, it's very similar to the seduction blend that I just shared with you. Take one drop of elong, elong. One drop of rose or geranium, one drop of lavender, and one drop of sandalwood. You want to use this as a perfume. So put it in a roller bottle because every single day you're not going to want to open up four different bottles and make your perfume for yourself every morning. But make it into a salve. You can do that as well. Um, Or even just diffuse it. It's such a great way to use your oils because so much of our emotions and libido is tied together.
0: So that's it, guys. I mean, I hope that uh, we covered as much as we possibly could. I uh, hope that you are looking forward to spending some quality time with your significant other. I hope that you were able to get something out of this. Uh, we are always wanting to spread the message, so please let us know uh, if you have any ideas for future podcasts. Uh, especially make sure that you subscribe if this is the first time listening. We have a lot of really great back episodes that we would love for you to go check out. Leave us a review leave us a comment we absolutely love those as well
1: Yep. i hope you guys have an amazing valentine's day with your loved ones or just by yourself alone
0: by the way we are still going ahead and letting this next week be for our yarrow and palm giveaway so go on there give us uh you know a comment or something like that and we will go ahead and Pick the person in a couple of weeks to be able to receive that yarrow palm. But thank you so much, guys, for absolutely everything and for all of your support.
1: Happy Valentine's Day.